Viewer discretion is advised. Because I'm like, even though he's uncomfortable, he's forcing himself to say, I love you to someone else. And for me, I'm going, I'm helping change that. Mandate. Welcome to Mandate, where we navigate fresh perspectives and nothing is off the table. Tonight's guest house, all the way from the promised land, 274, Old Tata, but better known as the home of the brave. He's an amazing talent in terms of the performing arts realm, in terms of stage, film and television. Also, he's renowned for his roles in the TV series Shortland Street and also Hawaii Five O, And so also short films like um, uh, The Cool Boy to, to be Samoan, but also future films as 1000 Ropes. You have um, Thank You For Your Service and also uh, Shadow in the Cloud, but more so even recently, another movie he's just done called Jewel. And so a plethora of accolades in the creative space. Please give it up for one of New Zealand's finest, the brother, also a son of Samoa, the talented Pula Kowale. Thank you. Shout out to Oh, man. Also, man. I think we said earlier on, we're a bit starstruck. Because, yeah, we are. We're very proud of, of your work. But just off the bat, just before we kind of dive into the, the deeper uh, stuff, Bula, just wondering, did you ever imagine in your wildest imagination that you would be doing what you're doing in terms of rubbing shoulders with all these celebrities, um, your face being plastered on the, the big screen and on television? Did you ever envision like, man, I'm going to be on TV, I'm going to be a, a film star, I'm going to be a superstar? Yeah, well, well, first of all, you know, pleasure being here, man, honour. Um, nah, well, growing up as a kid, you know, definitely not. Um, never thought I'd be an actor. Never, never knew how to get into acting or what it was. You know, the 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 best I could do at acting was playing, you know, the third Sakangi on White Sundays. <laughs> you know, and local Kamaiki. It's all like I never got to play Jesus, man. <laughs> Too short. Um, but now nah, this uh, never, never my wildest dreams growing up. But I guess I. Yes, in the sense that when I decided to become an actor, I visualized this. You know, I visualize these things that I'm going through, and um, you know, it's all happening. Yeah, uh, and I know we talked early on, and we are we're super proud, bro, because you Thank know you. your roots are in um, Otara, mm. and we're, we're Otara boys as well. And so, yeah. bro, just um, you um, when we see your face, and like I said early on, because I was watching some of, some of your clips and some of the movies in the Hawaii Five O. And just the work you do, bro, you just do some brilliant stuff, man. Brilliant stuff. And yeah. so just being in the, just doing those different characters and all that, because I can imagine it's a whole different ball game, a whole different world being in the States and doing all these, all the, these, these amazing, uh, I guess you say characters and you come back home and so what's it, what's it like when you come back home? Do you feel the, the love when people see you? Uh, just like- nah, you you, to, uh, you don't feel the love, which is what I love the most. You know, you're just like everyone else um, here and back home with my family, um, back home walking around with my people in South Auckland or anywhere in Auckland, New Zealand. Um, you know, in the States, you get that. You get the people, you know, gravitating towards you, wanting something from you. Where when I come back home out South, um, you just see people who are proud and I enjoy that and people who you know just treat me like how I want to be treated just like yeah. a normal guy from South Auckland you know so yeah, yeah man awesome awesome yeah. yeah just right off the bat before we sort of go to I'm 
just super proud of us and just having you on here. It's a bit trying to hold back some emotion because, man, we're proud South Aucklanders, bro. Mm. Especially when you're from 274 mm. um, and seeing, um, you know, we always have that tag tagline, South Auckland to the world. Hell and yeah. You personify that and having you like on that stage and, and you willing to come on this podcast mm. and just the way you came in and man you kept it real man this is this is straight <laughs> our people if you know must see some more this from dawson road too so give it up <laughs> to the also we're really proud and just grateful for for you also and usually we give all our honors and give our flowers at the end but um yeah i'm just super proud i've just filled <laughs> with yeah. um um so much um just gratitude, man. Gratitude, yeah. yeah. Thank no, you for thank what you, you do man. Also. I'll take that, you know, and <laughs> I like I take that because I feel like um, a lot of our people we don't take it, you know. Sometimes yeah. we're like, oh no, no, thanks <laughs> to. But I take that because I want the next kid to take it, yeah. you know. When when they, because I remember growing up and people when I used to tell that to people and they wouldn't take it take what I was giving to them. Mm. And I was like, oh man, I was giving you something. So I always told myself, if I ever got into a business like that and someone would give me a compliment, take it. That's how you honor that. And then try and push it further and help the next yeah. the next people coming up. So yeah. So, yeah. Man. Thank you. Oh man, no, you, man. No, you're welcome, man. Cause you know, obviously with the, with the film and television and you you you, st- you obviously started off with massive, right? Mm, massive yeah. theater company, and so you kind of started on, on on the stage. And so, how did kind of how how was the transition from being on the stage and then going to television and then and then short films and then feature films? Yeah, yeah, it kind of all happened exactly all how you all, said, yeah. and it was kind of like I was just learning learning as I went along. You know, I didn't go to any school to to teach me how to act. It was just um, I was at Tangaroa College, and my teacher David Riley. No, English teacher just ran a drama club during my sixth form and I just went along because you got to skip a couple of classes if you went along to this drama thing and me and my boys went along and and then I kind of found I was like oh this is kind of cool this is this is um and a theater practitioner asked me she goes why do you play rugby I said oh because I can legally hurt someone or get hurt myself and let out the anger I have in my life she goes, what if I could tell you that this job, you can let out anger, happiness, joy, sadness, everything. And I just remember not just not being interested in it, but just being like, oh, that's a weird, how do you do that? You know, and she's like, come join these free holiday workshops, which they ran during school holidays. And I just went along and um, it was at OMAC, down at OMAC. Yeah. And yeah, I went there and that's kind of where I caught the bug, where I saw these teenagers who were my age, who were like super confident, who looked at you in the eyes and talked to you. And growing up, you didn't look at anyone in the eyes. Looking someone in the eyes and talking to them means confrontation, you know? So that was always weird. Um, And then I walked down, I was like, no, I don't want this, man. This is weird. And I'm a very competitive person. People in my circle know that. And I just refuse to... uh, I refused to like lose to something. So I was like, I'll just go back in there and just keep figuring it out until I can finish it and um, then I'll leave. So I'm still in that process of trying to figure out what acting is and I haven't left. I'm still trying to answer that question that she 
uh, about joy, happiness, sadness, anger. I'm still trying to figure that out in this world and um, learning it job to job from, you know, from that workshop. I stayed there until I, I learned a couple of skills and done a theatre show and then got spotted for commercials and agents and short films and films and just the whole way going, holy crap, I'm, I'm fabulating these guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tricking these guys. They keep putting me in the thing. They don't know. I don't know anything. But, you know, um, as I've gotten older, I realized that I didn't need to learn anything. All I needed to learn was how to put Hupiula is into these projects, into these characters, how to put my life experiences into these characters that they've written. And um, I was always, when I was younger, trying to play something else where... All I needed was, it, it was, I've experienced it, you know. I went through all that hardship growing up as a kid or all the great stuff growing up as a kid. Um, and Otara, you know, that was for this job, you know. And uh, I thank God for that, you know, for giving mm. me that that light to see that. Yeah. Oh, man. That's mean. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, we're sitting here and we're talking about all these... Um, Talking about your dream pretty much And mm. you're living it um, But you're also from Where we grew up mm. And we know um, Our neighbours We know who All our peers were And the families that grew up in the hood um, But you were able to Find your passion And chase it And mm. sort of Yeah You became South Auckland to the world So mm. Like Are you able to Sort of unpack Maybe talk about your upbringing. Yeah, so yeah. So people yeah. get an understanding of, okay, he's just like us. Yeah. And then we'll go into, um, like, what was the... Yeah. So I grew up, you know, my, my parents, my, my father was an overstayer. <laughs> and he met my mom here. Well, and then they had me, so they had to get married, you know, Islander ways. And um, I grew up in the, I was, grew up in the Methodist church, Odahu Methodist church out there. It's also named Beulah. I was born in the name, it opened. Oh, on the day it opened, that's why I was named oh, wow. Beulah. Oh. Um, and, um, you know, we just grew up in a house down um, down at Dawson and lived there my whole life growing up. And it was a normal South Auckland upbringing, you know. It was happiness. Like the, the street was a village. It's it's rare to see now, especially traveling the world to see, to go, <laughs> you know, see if they got some sugar or alaysa and... You know, it's rare to see that in the world that we have now. We didn't have much. We were poor and um, I went to Chapel Downs Primary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then the bus was right in front of my house to go to Howick Intermediate. So I got to feel flash for two <laughs> years. <laughs> but then when uh, a couple of times the year where we didn't have enough money to, to, for the bus to get home or there, we had to walk, <laughs> do that three hour, four hour walk back home from Howick. And then... I went down to Tangaroa College. Um, but yeah, it was a, I guess it was a pretty standard upbringing. We didn't have much. We were always hustling for, for lunch money or food. And there were many nights where we had no dinner, you know, and there were many nights where we had no food. But those are, I, I always hate playing the victim thing, you know, because I always try and look, that, look at that as a, as a gift. Yo. You know, those were character building moments where, where I was like 15 years old and I'm, we're going through that... Um, the recession and I was like, oh, maybe I need to leave school to go find a job to help my father out. And, um, you know, I remember asking those honest questions. Um, 
the eldest of six six of my family, four brothers, one sister. And um, yeah, then later on, I just started acting. And then I guess a big pivotal moment in my life was when my, my hero left. Um, my, my father, he, he, he left. Um, our family, he just went to work one day and just didn't come back. He'd been having an affair with another woman. But that was a pivotal moment because it meant that I had to become the father of my family at the age of, I think, 22, 21, and try and figure out how to hustle money to pay a mortgage and um, and pay for my siblings to have some lunch in school and all that stuff. And I remember there's a lot of pressure. Um, and those are moments that still... Um, rock me now but um, add to my craft <laughs> in a weird way and uh, um, yeah and, it, and it, it gives me a sense of drive and yeah there are being being at rock bottom was a normal feeling for me so whenever and I think it's a normal feeling for most of us that grow up in areas that aren't very looked after by the system um, so having my back against the wall is like comfortable in a weird way mm. and it's uh, I guess it's it, it helps me in my career because I always want to chase uncomfortable like when I when I'm in a job when I'm in short and shoot or stuff like as soon as I get comfortable I leave because I feel like oh I know how I, I have to chase the uncomfortable feeling and then when I get over it and get over that fear I got to look for the new uncomfortable and then and then without knowing as a kid, I was just chasing that feeling, but as an adult, you just—that's just called growth, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, character. Yeah. But as a kid, I knew that I didn't know what it was called or what it was, but I just knew that oh, that feeling—I have to do that thing until I'm not scared of it, because I was used to not having food. So me and my friends would go do the bakery shop, <laughs> you know, or we go to a couple of steal a couple of shoes on the on people's doors, you know, because we had to survive. So mm. it was always that thing that I still have with me now, where as soon as I'm comfortable, even at the highest levels, mm. um, I'm like I'm out because I figured it out and I'm not here to to muck around and I gotta go get scared again. Jeez, yeah. man, Bula, man, cool. you you I love I love about that Bula because a lot of people love being comfortable. Yeah, you know, if some people can be. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. Yeah. I think even for a lot of men, regardless of if you know what kind of creed or race or whatever religion, mm. I think a lot of men kind of feel like you know where they're in a place where they're real content, mm. complacent, and oh, I'm comfortable in their comfort zone, and they just like to be in that place for it could be for weeks, even months, or even years. Yeah, but I love the fact you're saying, hey, I don't want to be comfortable. I love um, you know. Obviously, you heard the saying, you know, be comfortable with being uncomfortable, mm. and for you to say that because. It's it's hard for some people to get out of that comfort zone, but for you, because of what you've your lived experience and, and so forth, all the hardship. You're right. The build the, the building character and so forth. You're so used to be okay. okay now it's time to, to move. I'm just wondering with the, with, with your roles and and, and so forth, uh, with Hawaii Five O and all that. Was it like okay? I, I've I've done this. Now I need to do something else. It's just yeah, just man. Kind of keep keep progressing. I yeah. Love it. The the guys <laughs> the guys on the show Hawaii Five O, I've done the same with Shortland Shoot as well. Like I done a couple and I was like, what is this? and I'm just this youngin man. From Shortland Street, I was what twenty years old, and after like six months, I was like, I'm done. And those guys are on there. I was like, what are you talking about, kid? Like, what are you gonna go do? I was like, I don't know. I'm just gonna go try and make it in America. And they're like, well, good luck. You have to do it this way and this way. But 
I, I remember seeing some the people on the show and going, well, you guys, you know, you guys have been here for ages and not all of you guys are happy, you know, I'm going to, so what's the point of me staying here for forever, you know, so I'd rather go see what it's like anyway. And same thing with for Y5O, after three years, I was like, cool I learned what I needed to learn and I loved the show it was the best I got to run around and shoot guns and pretend to be a Navy SEAL and live in Hawaii but I was comfortable and I told my agent I was like you need to figure out a way to get me out of the show because I'm comfortable and I would tell some of the actors who've been you know doing that for ages and they're like laughing at me what are you talking about it's the most money you ever made and blah 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 I was like yeah but I'm like we're on different like paths. Like I have to keep pushing. Like I can't settle here because I know what I want to try and be. And I know that, you know, my ancestors didn't come to New Zealand for nothing. They kept pushing, you know, to jump on that plane and come here to get dragged out from the police back home and to figure out a way to come back. It was like, we just always had that dog mentality of figuring out the next step. So um, I'm not afraid of, I'm afraid of it. But I'm not afraid to take the step to into the unknown. Like I yeah. enjoy that and I always prepare myself to be like, I know it's scary, but you're used to that feeling and just be comfortable. And uh, my faith plays a lot of, plays a big part in that. Faith in God and faith in myself and um, self-belief. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Jeez. Because that's, that's, well, that's, that's cool, me. Man. That's cool, man. Because like... Um, I yeah I understand the um, always pursuing the uncomfortable mm. and because that's where growth is. But um, you know you're in the industry that you're quite new to, mm. and you got all these voices, mm. and they and you got old heads telling you, mm. man, this is how you should be done. What makes you like? What's going through your head when you're like um, thinking? Like what made it, what drives you when you're like, ah, shut up. You don't know my path or I don't know. Yeah. Because uh, it's the same thing, just different levels. Like, um, it's cracker because growing up as a kid, you know, I was robbing houses with my cousins at 11, you know. And I remember going, oh, I think I'm going to change. And my cousins went, nah, you stay here. So every time these guys, at like, so that's 11-year-old Beulah and um, 20-something-year-old Beulah in Hawaii, these guys saying, you should stay here. I still see my cousin just being like, nah, because then like that kid, that kid always said, nah, I'm going to just move on to the next step. So it's just something I was familiar with. So I feel like no matter how high I make it, that kid will always lead that way. You know, he, yeah. it's the kid, the young Bueller that was just refuse to say no. That kind of always says, it's like an automatic, automatic reaction mm. in a weird way, you know, because, yeah, same thing on Five Hours. Like, well, I've seen this, I've seen this conversation play out many times just in different manners, you know, in my life. And yeah, I'm just going to, I need to move on and try something different. And that's why when you see my films, they're all over the place. Like, you know, they're like, they're like you got a real like serious film, then you got a real like, dark comedy film and you got a film that you build in it's just like because I'm trying things that are different I don't mm. want to be one type of actor I want to I want to change the game and for, in order for me to do that I have to show everyone that I can do everything oh man yeah. so, it is it feels like it, you are changing the game yeah. um, because you're, you're, you're kind of 
your your versatility is is playing out. People can say, oh, because some people think, oh, you you just play this one character. You just mm. this is the mold in Hollywood. Oh, this is your this is your your role here. Would you be the funny guy for every mm. movie? You mm. just be the similar character. But you are. I've seen a lot of your films, and you, you play different characters, and mm. you, which tells us that you're quite versatile. Um, but also, in terms of you kind of going against the grain, because that's um, because people would have thought you were crazy. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, you, you, like Hawaii Five Eight. This is a lot of money, man. What, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. You're gonna go now? You're just gonna leave? Are you, are you crazy? Shortland Street, man. Yeah. And you're right. There's been characters in Shortland Street that've been there for years. Yeah. You think, oh, like, like, yeah, no, 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 um, <laughs> Dr. Dr. Warner. <laughs> yeah. That's my guy, Michael Galvin. <laughs> yeah. I love him as well, man. He's a great. He looked after me on that show, oh. man. He's a man. But you're right. And the thing is, you, you go against the grain. You're not the kind of, you know, people kind of just stay there, just fit that mm. mold. But it has, it has to be something that's um, for you to kind of just, like you were saying, for you to kind of kind of swing that way. Like, no, no, I just want to keep evolving, mm. keep progressing. Yeah. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it, it got to do with um, your kind of the hardship you faced when, when dad left? What, what, yeah. Nah. What's, what's it, it started way younger than that, man. I, it started literally <laughs> when I was a kid. Like, I was just always, like, I guess I was the small islander and I always just had something to prove and had a chip on my shoulder. And, like, same thing in school. Like, I was a nerd in school. Like, I'd done everything. I was vice captain of the first 15, vice head boy. Um, I was in the debating group. I was doing drama. I was doing everything, like, just because, mainly because of competition. All you needed to do was someone, like, I was a nerd because I wanted to beat my mate, um, Joe Aloli Fialawai. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. you know, and get the most awards you know and I, I made a bet with him at year nine it's like let's see every year who can get the most awards <laughs> like I didn't enjoy school like academic wise but I was forced because every year I was like I'm gonna get more prizes than this guy and then I just ended up being a nerd who was very good at sport it's just I was just always trying to be good at whatever I put my mind to and um yeah I guess when I when I found the thing that when I chose acting and you know, I use that gift that God gave me. I was just like, oh, like there's no one, there's no one that can. I have to tell myself in a weird way that I'm the best. It's not mm. weird to me, but I guess it looks weird to the the world that I had to go for my sake, for my family's sake. I had to go, I'm the best in the world at this, and um, I have to make mistakes. You know, so a lot of those films that I do different things on, like a lot of them, man, I'm mudding, you know, but I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy making that mistake, you know, because I, 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 I would hate myself 10 times more if I didn't take the step, you know, rather than making the mistake in front of, and I made that mistake and fallen on my face many times in front of millions of people. Um, and people would laugh at me at work and I'd be like, yeah, but did you take the risk? Yeah. No, no, that's yeah. what I say. I was like, yeah. cool, then don't talk to me because I yeah. took the risk, Yeah, I don't. you know. And I learned something that you will never know because you didn't take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, 100%, man. That's that's so true. That's cool. I'm taking the risk, man. Um, I'll probably touch on faith after, but sort of go back to because you mentioned that. Mm. Yeah, and like I loved how that was your hero. Mm. He, um, you went and never came back. What? <laughs> I was just talking about it with my brother today. Yeah. I was like, Sully, is dad coming back with the milk? <laughs> no, it's just, no, nah, you know, it's just, you just, all you do now is just laugh about it on the family mm. chat. But um, yeah, man, the man just, he just went and never came back. And then that's been a long 
process. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you wanted to ask around that, bro. Yeah, because, man. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Yeah, how do I... How has do he, I has he been how, back? Did has it affect you? Has it affected you? Oh, yeah, it's destroyed me. It's made me back up. Then it's destroyed me again and made me back up and destroyed me a hundred times. And you know, still processing it. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a process of forgiving and then... And going, oh no, I didn't forgive him. And then forgiving yeah. again, and so it's kind of like a, yeah, it's been a roller coaster. It's probably one of the, the turning points of my life and mm. my family's life for that, um, because my whole life, uh, I never had good male role models. Like most of the male role models in my life were terrible. Yeah. My dad was the hero, and then he ended up, you know, not becoming the hero. So it's just a. That's kind of like my trigger when when my male role models let mm. me down. I kind of go to a dark, very dark place. Um, but yeah, that it's it's ruined me, bro. Like, I guess the last conversation I had my father, it, w- it wasn't great. Mm. Um, but I need to be better for the sake of my children. You know, mm. I need to I need to be better with that because I don't want that negative energy going towards my kids yeah. and everything. For me. It's for my kids, you know, for my kids and my wife. So I mess up so many times in terms of things with my dad, but it always has to come back to what type of man do I want to show um, my kids, you know, how to be, you know, and it, it's a it's a tough question, man. And mm, I'm geez. honestly, bro, I haven't figured it out, but it's a, at least I'm asking myself to take some of those risks to yeah. be like, all right, you need to be honest with yourself and start figuring it out and, 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 you know, just seeing, I know what a broken heart looks like, you know, when I look at my mom, you know, and that's all I need to, I know what it looks like when I see my mom, I was like, that's a broken heart and decisions in life and that have made me see that. But same again, when I take it, I, I use it as a positive because I have to, because if I use it as a neg- negative and become a victim of it, I, I it just goes down. So I have to use it as a positive. So use it for my work. Use it to try and inspire my, my siblings to become better people, better humans, better um, better driven people and chase for more things for 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 themselves and for each other. And yeah, it's a it's a it's tough, man. But I enjoy tough. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. And not only that, because there's the added pressure of being the eldest. Yeah. Yeah, and you got, you know, at a time when you're only twenty. Yeah, and you had to like take the lead. Yeah, and you got five siblings looking up to you. Yeah. How tough was that, man? Oh, that was pretty rough, man. That was a that was a very dark time, but it's it was crazy because God works in crazy ways. Because that happened at the exact same time I got my first DreamWorks movie. That thank you for your service, mm. and I was playing one of the lead roles of Miles Teller, you know, he's a massive, yeah. and and I needed to be dark. And I was like, well, you caught me at the perfect time. <laughs> you know, yeah. like literally, because they would be on set, they'd be like, where the hell are you from, kid? And I was like, if I told you what I'm going through right now, you wouldn't believe me, but let's just call action and capture it. Wow. You know, so it's, um, yeah, that was a journey, but God's timing, man, is, is another one of those things where it's just like it just all works out in a good way where I have to use that negative to become a positive and yeah looking after my siblings and I guess it was 
if I needed to push through, and it's kind of something that I do with myself. Like I'm never trying to save South Auckland because mm. it's too hard. It's too hard to do that. You know, I, I used to try and do that. And I'm never trying to, now I'm older, I realize I'm, because I used to try and save my siblings and and force them to become people. It's like, nah, all I need to do is be the best version of me. And if my siblings see me and go, I come from the same gene pool as that guy, I can do it. Same thing as the people in South Auckland. If they see me killing it and succeeding it and still being the person I am, hopefully that makes them go towards the water, you know, instead of me trying to drag everyone in. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like during that time, I was like, I just got to win. I just got to walk through that door by myself and hopefully trust that they see the light and, 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 and come with me. And um, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oos, oos, man. That's um, that's beautiful, man, because you're right. You're absolutely right on Bueller. You know, sometimes we see our, you know, I can appreciate your, your honesty around your dad and your family and the hardship you've had to go go mm. through. But you're right. I think sometimes we kind of, we want to be the savior for our, our people. Mm. We want to save our family, our friends. Come on, come on the journey mm. with me. Let's let's go together. Let's, let's, uh, you know, I've got, this, I've got this pathway here for you and this avenue. And many times a lot of people are like, nah, nah, nah yeah. I just, I got my own pathway. I got my own avenue. And we do, we do try to do that. Um, even in the brink of like you know like oh they're going this they're going the wrong way man mm. uh, you can see it mm. you can you can see um, uh, them going this down down this path of destruction but I love what you said because you can't force people to do that you can't no. force and in terms of men you can't force them you have to be the example mm. you have to be example of like okay if you, you know, if words are not gonna gonna work for you then my actions is gonna supersede mm. my words and you you have because man look at you doing because there's, there's a lot of Brown faces on, on TV now, mm. and there's and I love that movie. Thank you for your service. I mm. loved you on that man. And we just finished watching um, Maverick um, Top Gun. We saw Miles yeah, Teller, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I said, "Hey, that's right, Miles yeah, Teller, yeah. um, Bueller acting yeah. with him." And um, and you are you you're 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 prime example of someone who's like, "Hey, I'll put my hands up. I'll put my I'll, I'll sit in the gap, and I'll, I'll just do what I, what I need to do. The best version of who I, who I am." And I can guarantee you, a lot of people are going to be like, "Hey, if Bueller can do it." Then I can do it. Mm. He's from the hood. He's he's one of us. Man, I can do this. And bro, you are. You said it before. You're changing the game. You are changing the game, Moose. Mm. Regardless if you know or not, if you think so. But you are because you you make us proud. Because I'm sitting here like, man, mm. like, man give me an autograph, man. Like, <laughs> just, it is, it's, it's it's exciting. It's exciting times. Not not for for all of us, but for more so for you being mm. here. And I think a lot of men out there need to listen to what you're what you're sharing, what you're saying because. Um, you taking risk, men, a lot of men need to do that, taking risk, mm. not or afraid to take risk. You being the example, a lot of men need to be an example. Mm. Um, also, man, uh, man, salute you for, for, um, for those words, man. And oh. for, for, for the, and for, you know, for the strength to just push through, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome, many chills. Yeah. Cause there's, yeah. there's lessons to be learned in terms of like the mindset because mm. so many of us, that from the area want to be that savior mm. there's so much pressure yeah. you see so many people burn out and 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 i love what you said in terms of man if you become the best version of yourself people will follow that because we'll, we'll always fail we're human mm. there'll be times where like we want to be the be the guy and then everyone's looking and then when you end up falling from grace everyone's like oh yeah 
Yeah. yeah. But you're just trying to be the best you. Mm. There's less pressure on yourself. Yeah. But it's an example as well that you're just being you. And yep. so that's, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's mean. Yeah, cool. It just is what it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. It says you learn. But some of these things that you've shared, like, oh, it seems like it's a different perspective. So it must be something higher than you. Like, I don't mm. know. The, yeah, yeah. How much does that faith element play in it? Yeah. Faith is, faith is massive in my life. Mm. Faith is the leader. But it's, in a, in a weird way, it's my own secret. You know, it's something yeah. that I hold to myself. Like I grew up in the church and I grew up in um, Samoan Methodist church. And there are times where <laughs> I almost got exiled by the whole Samoan, because I'm named after the theological yeah. college. And I, I, I called out pretty much the whole Samoan Methodist uh, congregation and put a post when I was on Shortland Street about, you know, because we were eating, um, what was it? We were eating like tin cans for like weeks, man, because my parents gave thousands of dollars that we didn't have to the congregation. And I just put up a post because I was angry because I was starving. You know, I was on a TV show making money and I was still starving. Um, and the whole church came after me. And my my um, my relationship with church and God went in a weird way. Um, but I didn't I didn't ever lose a relationship with God. It was just my conversation with Him by myself. That's when I learned. I was like, Oh, He's just in my heart. And I was like, and I don't need to tell anyone. And um, I, one of my good mates, uh, Tevita Koloi, he's a Tongan guy who goes out and helps uh, talks with rugby players and stuff. And and he was kind of like my spiritual advisor when I traveled the world, you know, everywhere I went. And still now to this day, I give him a call. We, we pray and we talk about God. And he give me confidence that I could be in this world that's pretty dark. The, the acting industry is a pretty dark world. And... Um, God is not talked about a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in this world, which is all good, you know? So I, it was kind of something that I just keep to myself and I I just like, this is my own little candle that I have in my heart. And same thing with my family. Like my mom's always like, I reckon my kid local, you know? And I'm like, nah, my church is in my kid's room, 7.30 at night when I sit there and I do our prayer just for us free. Yeah. You know, well, me and my sons and that's when we have our relationship with God and... um. Yeah, and that's just something I just keep to myself. And uh, like people who know, know. And mm. um, there was like, how? Because I get work in the weirdest ways where <laughs> it's not conventional. And then I just laugh. I'm like, if you know, you know. If <laughs> yeah. not, it's all good. It's all good. And, and people who know, they know. I was like, mm. okay, cool. Yeah. That's so cool. that's my relationship mm. with my faith mm. in God. Yeah. But that's, that's the key, Beulah. It's the relationship, the relationship mm. with, with God. And I love it that you, yeah, because yeah, some people can like, yeah, they may they may make it to whatever Hollywood, whatever. I'm thinking, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's just but you say, hey, I still, my faith is still there. Uh, yeah. I, I still uh, pray with my kids and so forth. Yeah. No one needs to know about it. Yeah, yeah. and it, bro, if anything, bro, it's stronger than how, mm. than it's ever been in my whole life. And no one knows. <laughs> Man. No one knows. Not even my mom. My mom thinks I don't go look at my mom. Trust me, it's, <laughs> it's the strongest it's ever been in my life. Oh man, that's yeah. so cool though. And you know, and you said it because you're saying it's stronger because, and you know, 
And you, like you said, you, when you know, you know. Mm. You know, for the, the blessings, like you're saying, some of the parts that you get, it's real unconventional. Oh. Mm. And but for you, I can imagine you saying, hey, I don't know, it's God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God's given me the opportunity to, to, to have this part or to play this character. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's awesome, man. And so if you, obviously, God is a big part and your faith is um, with you. So some of the different roles you play out in, the, in Hollywood, has there been a, like, a time where you feel like, oh, no, nah, I don't think I can play this role. Has, has there been like, yeah, a, a, an uh, that, that happened in New Zealand, man. Yeah. You know, and you used to play the third um, devil. <laughs> I see the third devil. Then I look at the audience, I see my uncle who's hung out. I'm like, there he is, man. There he is. He's walking through right through the doors right now. Um, nah, like, I think, I know God gave me this gift. And God gave me this gift because I can, so I can act, and I'm gonna use it to play any character that's put in front of me, um, whether it's the devil, whether it's not, because I know who I am, and that's all good. And I just tell these stories and try and find the truth. Um, when I was in, when I was coming up, and I was in Shoreland Street, I done this show called Black Faggot. It was a Victor Roger, Victor Roger show, who's this amazing Samoan um, playwright who who writes a lot of stories about the gay community as well, an island gay community. And I was a Christian boy, man, from Methodist church. And I was like, no, nah, there's no way I'm going to do this show. But Paul Mangashiva, who was one of my, who was my idol, um, he told me he's going to do this play and we we're both on shorties. And then um, he ended up when I signed the contract, he's like, sorry, I'm not done. I was like, I signed the contract, dudes. What are you doing? <laughs> so I done the show. But it was amazing because it opened my eyes to that world. And 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 sh- the love and the, and the love for people and I have this one cousin, my cousin Gary, who's in my family, and he he's gay, and he my family like looked down on him on my on my father's side and and didn't appreciate it. And I just told him I was like, hey, I'm doing this show, no one knows about it, and I want you to come. No one in my family knows. He goes, why are you doing this? He goes, because I want you to know that I love you and someone in your family loves you. And he's old. He's older than me, and I still have a great relationship with my cousin. And he came. And he brought his friends, and I'll never forget the look on his face when I done the show. And I, I carried that, and I loved that show. That show took me to Edinburgh. Took wow. that show to Edinburgh. Wow. Traveled the world. Played twelve characters, and and my perspective on the world just grew. You know, it was nothing bad. It was. I was just like, you know, this this craft helped me see the world in a different light. You know. While still being who I am, I didn't yeah. lose who I was, yeah. but I got to tell other people's stories and I got to see their perspective and find a way to honor it mm. and find a way to show my cousin who's gay that I love him mm. and I love that he's gay and I, I don't care. I was just like, man, this love beats everything. Mm. It, it literally beats everything. So, um, yeah, the, I guess those are things that I was scared of in the early days, but doing that character, like, open up, I was like, Phew. I can do anything, Easy, man. Yeah. I can. You can put anything in front of me. If it's a challenge, it, if anything, it makes me go, oh, that's, I feel like I can't do that. Now I have to do it until I figure it out because it goes back to the being attracted to fear, me. So, um, yeah, yeah. I'm Jeez. not really scared of. Hopefully the Jesus part um, yeah. role comes up. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Kazang is like so, the darkest they Jesus should, I've ever seen. They should know that Jesus is um, <laughs> yeah. Jesus has brown skin, fashion yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yes. 
Oh, Joseph. Um, yes. Nah, I lo- love um, your sharing because there's that um, scripture that says you're in in the world but not of it. Yeah. And so you're exercising that in terms of like mm. um, being in the industry but you're not of it and you're just yeah. sort of like no one knows but you're shining the slide and secret. Yeah, that's so cool. So, yeah. so mad love for that. And yeah. um, man, what, what would be your um, dream role? Do you see yourself being a Marvel hero? Or? Nah, man. I played it with Miles Teller, that first one. Thank you for your service. Oh, like, I always wanted yeah. to do, I was, you know, when I was young and coming up, I was just like, I always want to do a big dramatic role where I'm like the lead. Yeah. And then my first job was there. That's so cool. And they like, hit off. And I was like, whoa. I was like, whoa, whoa. we got to try and go up from here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And um, um, I I felt like I killed that. Like, I, I took... I gave that everything, you know, because of what I was going through. And um, I guess there's no dream role. I just I just hope to be challenged. Mm. I hope to be, with every role that I take on, I hope to be challenged and I hope to learn something new. Yeah. I hope to be scared. I hope to have the fear of God in me when I get a role. Like when I played Ice and Panthers, oh, totally, yeah, I was scared out of my why, why, why Because I've never played a villain and I've never played like, Oh, I didn't see him as the like villain, like someone hero. like that, you know. But you killed him, Yeah, man. no, but the fear drove that because oh, I was like, yeah. I done, I prepped like for months wow. in Finland and, and I was talking to Tom Hearn and Noah Finau, um, the writers and producers, yeah. and I was just talking to them and and I came up, I turned up, pre- I went pretty method with it, eh, because I wanted to do, I wanted to leave no stone unturned to, to tell the story because I was so scared that I was like, I don't have what it takes to be the bad guy. And I was just like, all right, that's fear. Now we need to figure a way to shut that voice up and not be scared of it anymore. And um, yeah, I feel like we achieved it. You know, mm. I achieved that with the help of everyone. And with the, I, I almost have to have a mission with each project now. Like with that one, that was automatic, man, that job. Because yeah. I was doing that for my auntie. You know, my auntie just lives down the road from here, down in Peptoy. Oh. When I asked her, I said, hey, were you there during the dawn raise? And she was just like, yeah. You know, it just happened. And just the way she said it destroyed me, wow. you know, because she said it with a, such a softness. But I could see that there was so much there in her eyes. And I was like, I'm going to kill this role for you, auntie. Mm. You know, and um, and to honor her and to honor those people, the people that come before us. That's the yeah. reason why I'm here reason why we're here in these positions is um, being an actor now, especially a Polynesian actor coming up. And I hope to say this to the other Polynesians coming up in the industry, please don't ever forget who came before you Um, because I feel like that's important. Like for us to get these roles and to tell our stories, Mm -hmm. people had to make sacrifices for that. You know, some people didn't get roles till like they were 30. You know, you got kids coming up, 15, 14, getting roles. And I hope we never forget the people who came before us, the people who came before them, who jumped on the planes to come to this country, people that came before them, who were on the boats voyaging around, you know, telling our stories. It's uh, something that, even when I talk about it now, I'm like, sure, my ancestor somewhere was a storyteller because that's, my heart burns when I talk about that. You know, it's uh, so I always want to honour that and honour those people before us. 
Yeah. Well said, well said also. Because I, I could imagine, like, and you're spot on, because I could imagine you make it to the, you know, the big lights, the bright lights, and then you, you said earlier, sometimes yeah, you didn't lose yourself. You didn't lose mm. yourself in the hype and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I can imagine it's easy to kind of lose yourself in the hype. Oh, I did this feature film. Mm. Oh man, I'm famous. I'm getting, you know, getting all these roles, different roles. And people can lose, lose themselves. Um, but I love that you're saying, hey, don't forget who you are. Don't forget your, your, your culture. Uh, obviously, you're proud. Obviously, we know you're 100% proud of, of your Pacifica roots. Mm. And so when you're, when you're out there filming and, and so forth, do they kind of like, hey, what's your background? They must like, hey, are you, are you, yeah. are you Chicano? Are you Mexican? Yeah, are yeah. You? And so how important is that for you when you, when you, everywhere you go into your Pacifica roots or more so your, your, your Samoan roots? I pretty much lay it on hard in any production that I come into straight away. I let them know who I am mm. because... Uh, it's more for me, so I feel comfortable. Mm. Um, I let them know my name. Like I, almost every production I go to, if it's not at the beginning of the day, it's at, it's at the end of the day, where I ask for two minutes of the cruise time, and I get you know over hundreds of people to come together, and I just introduce myself to them, and I say who I am, where I'm from, why I'm here, how I got here, and I usually give them my school hacker. Or I um, just, so I planted, I was like, here's my respect to you. You can either give me back respect or not, but before anything, I will give you my utmost 100% respect to the crew. And that's who I am. And then I sing a song or something or something, and um, that's pretty much it. And that kind of like sets the tone for my journey and lets people know, oh, this is who this kid is. Because I, I don't ever want them to get confused of who I am. You know, so um, people um, people aren't allowed to to mistake who what nationality I come mm. from because I almost force it upon them. Um, cool. Yeah, who who I am. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's, that's special because what you say that you when you go into the the studio and so forth, you telling these guys, can I get two minutes of, of you telling all these like the cast members, and just hey, director, producer. Yeah, yeah, everyone. Man, the crew. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's ballsy, man, because. You know yeah. how we like as Pacific Islanders. Oh, I know. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just, oh, I'm in the I'm in the midst of all these actors. Yeah. You know, just keep it humble. Yeah, bro, that's bossy, man. Nah, man, because it's a power. <laughs> you know, it's a power. <laughs> like people, and I hope our people know that that who we are, what you are, is a powerful thing, and um, I hone that. Like I take that, and I, when when I bring it to the crew, I'm just the whole time I'm shitting myself. Like I'm scared. I'm like, oh, I gotta talk in front of hundreds of people again and do this, but I have the confidence in going, I'm a, I'm about to drop my ancestors on you, you know? And it's just like, boom, like uh, once I do that and if people are usually emotional and I take that and I, I bring them in and I just, I just, I, I say, hello, cool. Well, my name's Bueller, nice to meet you. And that's it. When you do yeah. that, man, when, when I, when I laid the foundation like that on every project and um, I, I'm like, cool, that's how I honor my people. They, they kind of like cover me, you know, they mm. kind of remove the fear. I'm like, I just dropped my ancestors on you. Now try and get through that to get to me and try and, you know, so, Jeez. yeah. That's quite powerful, man. It is, even. So straight off the bat, like from the get-go, man. The, yeah, I tried oh. to at the beginning or the end of the first day. Wow. Yeah. I can I can imagine there the, the respect. 
And it's, it's like mutual respect that you, you kind of say, yeah. hey, this is who I am, straight from the get-go. And then they're like, oh, man. And then you're right, there's, there's, there's no mistake. Oh, no, he's not, he's not, a Puerto, he's not Puerto Rican or <laughs> so Mexican. This is that guy's Samoan. a Polynesian. Yeah, he's Samoan, he's Polynesian. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah, yeah. I love it, man. And I love it because, you know, because, you know, you know and we all know this, HLs, we were like, no, I'm in this different space, respectful. Mm. You know, we kind of play the, the humble and, and the quite quiet. Mm. But you just go there with just um, both hands on, on, on the, you know, on the scruff of it and just, hey, this is who mm. I am. Mm. It's not a arrogance. No. Mm. It's a... It's respectful. Respect. Yeah. 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 It's like, I give you, this is how my people show you the most respect, pretty yeah. much bow down to you, you know? And when you give that, when you give people love, yeah, they have no other option, unless they're a dick, yeah. to, to, <laughs> to, to not give you love yeah, back, yeah. you know? So when you started off with love and respect. Yeah, that's true. That, that's encouraging. Cause you know, that's quite a uh, normal custom that we do mm. amongst uh, yeah. our community. Yeah, and, But to take that, into a different context, man, that's massive. Mm. And so that's, man, I'm quite encouraged. Like, yeah, man. doesn't matter what space we go into, man, we keep yeah. our roots and show who we are. Oh, no. I'm gonna Bro, yeah, I like that, man. Cause like, you're like, you're doing do a pepeha in front of them. Just, yeah. just tell them. And mm. was, there, was, there, was there any like cast members who were dicks? And then, when you, <laughs> any cast members who were like, yeah, you felt like, hey, you're disrespecting my space. Who I am. Was, was there anything like that? Or? Nah, man, because like, if anything, they just, I gained the respect. Yeah. I gained their respect. And um, like Hawaii Five-0, like that, off the bat, I was, I'm, a, I'm a nobody from New Zealand. But after that, they were like, who the hell is this kid? Yeah. And, you know, and it became like, I, I, I skipped through a bunch of levels of to try, <laughs> try and get to best friend mode. I was like, I went, <laughs> I went straight to the top, mate, <laughs> to try and figure out. And the relationship started from there, you know, and. Yeah, it's cool. You know, we talk about heroes; those came before us. Are there any um, heroes in the industry that sort of you really look up to? Yeah, Paul Mangasiva. He's one mm. of my. He, he is my hero. I named um, my son. My recent. He's two months mm. now. He's he's got his name in him. You know, he he was my hero growing up, and um, before before I wanted to be an actor, then get into act with him and ending up becoming one of his, you know, good friends and um, with his family and stuff. Um, that's my hero. Nathaniel Lees is another mm, one. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's one of those Samoan actors that they didn't have roles for Samoans. Mm. You know, he had to play Māori a lot of the time or other nationalities, mm. Mexican or, you know. So anyone that came before us is um, Anapala. Anapala. Mm. Yeah, all those. Robbie. Mm, Robbie yeah, Mangashiva, all those guys are big heroes to me, and um, and then my grandfather, you know, mm. someone in my family who, I, he was my first storyteller when he would just would sit there and we watch the hunting out there or hunting show on uh, Maori TV, and then he would tell me about and Samoan about his hunting stories, mm. and then he would tell me why this finger was crooked and <laughs> how that pig, and I, I remember just looking as a kid going, whoa. This, this guy's stories are pretty cool, you know? He's a, yeah. That's mean. Because, you know, there's that saying that we stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. Mm. And, you know, your people who are watching now, or there's these younger gener 
generators. <laughs> this younger gener- generation, one day they're gonna, someone's gonna be standing on your shoulders, mm. and someone's gonna go, man, that was my hero. Yeah, um, he did it like this. So. Mm. Sharuso, man, just oh yeah, just quite inspired. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's it's, it's inspiring. Get back into acting, us. But it is inspiring, Bula, and like you, you don't mind if we kind of. Um, talk about Pua. You, you, you're good to talk about yeah, Pua? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, talk about Pua. Yeah, um, you're rest of love to the, to the Husso. And so, um, obviously, with what happened with Pua, um, with the Husso, uh, does some of that, that remnant still kind of stick with you and before that, what had happened? And everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I carry him through almost every project. Yeah. I honour him. I've got these glasses because it kind of like, it's shaped like his glasses. Wow. You know, like I'm so influenced by him like I think about him almost every day, you know, and I miss him, but I also celebrate him. Yeah. You know, I celebrate him with his family, with his close friends. I see his daughter all the time, you know, just around randomly. And mm. um, same thing, I try and make a negative into a positive yeah. and figure out how to honor him. And I put him, like, there's no way my family's ever going to forget him because he's in my son's name. Mason James Poor Kuali, mm. you know James is my 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 brother, my younger brother who's a hero. So Mason's my son's name. James is my brother. Poor is my hero. Kuali is me. Mm. My son just needs to fill up that first name and make that his, his own. You know, his own. Cool. But the rest of his name is full of um, daddy's heroes. Wow. You know, so um, yeah, that you know that was a tough time. Yeah, um, for everyone, but. We work through it and we figure out how to how to fix that and how to listen there for other people yeah. you know, who are going through. And I'm the same, man. I go through mental health problems constantly, mm-hmm. all the time. And I'm constantly trying to talk to my, my wife, constantly trying to talk to my friends um, and figure that out for myself. Mental health is real, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a real, real, real thing that um, it's invisible. It's invisible, mm. but it's a real thing that, um, yeah, you you need a you need people to talk to. I don't know the complete answer, but for me, I have to just call into my close friends, my close circles, and talk to them. Not even my wife, bro, because my wife doesn't get it in that way because she doesn't understand. Um, she grew up on the North Shore, <laughs> you know. I grew up out south. She doesn't understand that trauma, but my mm. wife is good at like just reminding me things. But the people who have been through it. Um, will understand that and those are the safe conversation and safe spaces that I have with people in my close circle it's cool when I'm not feeling good like just yesterday I was talking to my best mate Dom who's an actor as well and he was just like well good G I know you're in a little spot I was like yeah I think I am we need to catch up Mm. you know those little things and I do the same for him you know and yeah yeah thanks for sharing that yeah Mm. because it's um you know, as men, especially as poly men, it's hard to navigate that space in terms of mental health. And mm. <laughs> days that came before us, was like, you're not supposed to express yourself. Mm. You're supposed to, like, harden up and carry on. And, mm. and so you sharing that, learning to understand and um, reach out to those who are, who are close to you and that you feel safe about mm. as these are tools that we need and to normalize. Mm. And um, so, you know, when I'm thinking about 
you know, the term self-care. What does mm. that look like for you? Self-care, uh, training. Like for me, that's my meditation. Mm. You know, I've done this, I just finished this movie where we had to do a bunch of meditation. It's kind of like a meditation movie in there. We had to do like three days of meditation and sit in there. And it wasn't really for me, but I'd done it. But I was like, my meditation is training and training hard where I go to dark spaces where I, I train to like Brian Adams and Celine Dion, like slow jams in a weird way. Like I enjoy training to slow jams and um, just pushing myself where I go to a dark space and I just, I dance around in there. My endorphins are kicking off and um, also it's just conversations with my with my friends, like I said. And and like saying I love you is massive. Like I forced mm-hmm. that on top of uh to my to my brothers. Like when I was left my mom's house today, my youngest the youngest out of us, he's fourteen. And I was like, I love you, bro. And he's like, Who? I was like, I love you. Remember it's all good to say I love you. Mm-hmm. I said, like, Oh, I love you. You know, and the same thing with my father in law. I was he's a very staunch man. But I always in my conversation with I love you. Cause for some reason when it comes back from a close man that you love mm-hmm. and that says it, it hits different. And it kind of is like, whoo. So, and it, and it also reminds me, it's like, yeah, cool. You got to tick that box every time you, um, so yeah, for a weird reason, saying I love you to to people is self-care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mean. Yeah. That. Yeah. Man, I thought I was the only one that was listening, um, was in the gym listening to Slay James. Nah, man, we're right, right there. How do you guys do it, man? Right. Everyone thinks I'm sitting down, bro. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, but they don't know. It's like, put on your bed. <laughs> <laughs> Try to do it. Oh, just yeah. oh. Right, man. I thought it was going to be bad. I thought it was going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. But it is, a, like you said, I love you. It must take people, you know, a back a, um, mm. in jail, eh? Like, it is. Because you find it like, I don't know, like, even knowing my dad, like, I don't think there were, t- oh, yeah, maybe there was sometimes, but I, say, oh, I love you. But, um, you know, mm. with our culture, it's kind of like you're saying, yeah, I love you, I love you. But I can, so how was, what was the reaction of, of, your, of your father-in-law? With you? I love you. It was like, was like oh, oh, it's, yeah, it was, it's weird at first because he 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 works at Mount Eden Prison. He's been there for years. Mm. For he's a very staunch Maori man, and he's my he's my hero. He's 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 an amazing man, uh, Terry Orton. That's my that's my guy. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's something that I love saying to him, and I love he says it back in a weird way mm. that's uncomfortable, but he says it, yeah. and that's mean for me because I'm like, even though he's uncomfortable. He's forcing himself to say, yeah, I love yeah, you to someone yeah, else. Yeah. And for me, I'm going, I'm helping change that, you know, to make a man that feels uncomfortable but still say it. And now it's normal. Yeah. You know? Now I see him say it to my kids. Well, he's always going to say it to his grandchildren, but to say it to another man, mm. or especially your, you know, your son-in-law, it's weird, mm. you know. Same thing with my siblings when I say it to them and I always say, I love you, bro, at the end. I, they're, you know, staunch self Auckland kids, but... It, it, it hits different when yeah. they, it comes back uncomfortably because I'm like, I'm going to try and make that uncomfortable mm. for you. And that only came from my job, man. Luckily enough, you know, learning that, learning that, learning about feelings and emotions and vulnerability via my job 
and then sharing it to my family who were like, what, are, what the hell are you trying to do? Be all this. I was like, nah, bro. This stuff is, this is why we're messed up, mm. you know, because we never, yeah. this is why we only talk about problems at the wedding when she's like nine months pregnant. <laughs> and we're yeah, like, oh, yeah. you know, you know, instead of like talking about it from the beginning mm. and having a relationship with the other person, you know, or um, guiding each other through. And it's something that I try and share with my siblings, you know, like, Mental health is real for them as well. And mm. I always try and make it a safe space for them because in the past I haven't. I've been I've been that staunch tough brother who who yeah. come down on the hammer hard on them when they mess up, where what I want to be now to be better for them, especially my brothers and my sister, is you can approach me at any time. Mm. You can talk, you know, just side message me and we can have a conversation because I would rather have that conversation than be talking at your funeral. Yeah. You know, I would always, I will, I will always rather you could never disappoint me enough. You know, to for you know for, I, I rather that conversation yeah. and talk at a funeral. So, um, and it's something that it's a tough thing to talk about, but I try and make it light because it's it doesn't need to be that heavy because it's not it's mm. not I have to show them it's not that big of a problem. It just feels like your world is very small now. But I'm the light, mate. Walk towards me and I show you that it's not mm. that heavy and I help you carry that burden and we'll figure this out. Then in a couple of weeks, you're going to look back and laugh at it. Mm. And then we're going to find the next thing to feel heavy, you know, and that's life. It's yeah. finding these moments. Life is moments, finding these moments, figuring out how to, how to go through it, feel it, deep breath and move forward. You know, sometimes it's hard to take in that deep breath and push but sometimes all you need is just someone that light and be like, hey, I'm right here, buddy. I got you. Let's go together and let's grow. You know, so I'm very proud of my siblings now. Va'a, Murphy, va'a. Va'a, Murphy, Lise, Nina, Milo. Very proud of you guys and I love you guys for who you are um, and the people they're becoming. Man, yeah. word, man. Ooh. Mm. I can guarantee you, um, Bula, so, yeah, whoever's watching, That's yeah, it, it is. I think you, you, I can guarantee people like, man, I needed to hear that. Mm. I needed to hear that to, just to be able to, to verbalize what's happening inside, you mm. know. And it is, it's not normal for us as men to like kind of, you know, you know, like you said, I love you. Yeah, we, we know it in here. Like, oh, yeah, I love the brother. Mm. But for us to verbalize, it's like it's a whole different, like mm. you said, it, it hits different, man. Like, oh, mm. you just actually said it. You know, and so uh, we need to normalize what's what's happening in here, you know, during the hard times and the tough times. And so for you to say that, bro, because there could be someone watching you like, man, I need, man, I need to hear that. I've re- I'm going through some real crap right now and mm. I need to hear that. And I need to, you know, to, to not feel fucking ma or feel shame or feel ma to like, oh, I just need to just chat with someone. Mm. And you're right, because sometimes all it is is just a, someone uh, to lend their ears Mm. And listen, and they go, oh man, I didn't realize it was that bad. Mm. When they finally hear what's happening in their head, mm. so man, that's that's really wise, also. No. That's really wise, man. You know, and I say it, not having the answers. Yeah, you yeah. know, I say it going, I I I didn't listen to my advice sometimes mm. too. You know, yeah. sometimes then I get to that dark place and I'm like, I can't reach out, mm. but um, I still try to try to persevere and try and push forward mm. and learn the tools that I've learned through life. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. big thing is for me is like I always look back. If I feel dark and I can't reach out to people, one tool that I use is I just look back at where I've come from. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's, powerful. that's not that. 
I've I've gone through worse. We can do this, you know. Yeah. Or if I don't have the guts, that's if I don't have the guts to reach out to yeah. my bros. But yeah, I just look back, and then I reach out once I get that courage. So yeah, and that that's hard, eh? When mm. you're at that, when you're in that spot, when you're feeling mm-hmm. dark, like the last thing you want is to reach out and and but if you create a good circle. I mean, people know you well when you are in the dark spot mm. and if they're resilient enough to keep on pushing through and be mm. there, even when you don't want them there, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's quite a yeah powerful thing. And I don't think everyone has it, but it's something we can develop in. And I love mm. what you're trying to do. You're you're just normalizing things. Mm. And, and that comes with confidence in who you are as yourself because, you know, man, Saying I love you to another guy, there's mm. so so many connotations with that. Like yeah. us growing up, it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, man, yeah, I'm like that too. Okay, like do stuff that make people feel comfortable. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's <laughs> my like, brothers now, man. What know? are you doing? But when they when they used to do that, and we're like, well, gay guy, I'm like, sweet, all good, yeah, yeah queen, yeah, yeah, I love yeah, you, yeah, and yeah. love you, and just like yeah. make it funny, and then. Yeah. Austin was like, yeah, it's not weird. Stop yeah, being, it's you that's insecure, not yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. That's then, cool. Yeah. And that, you know, and even the whole, like, um, you're not a man if you if you cry. Mm. And, man, I was a crier, but I used to try to, like, oh. Yeah, but yeah. But now I'm like, when I do cry, I just I just let it out and I'll just keep on talking. But yeah, I'll be yeah. like, yeah, but if you see something to me, we can catch you outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> you can't cry. <laughs> Sorry, I love that role. Anyway, yeah. as long as it's not one of those ugly cries, eh? <laughs> just can't breathe one day. Eh? Yeah, I don't. So oh. I just got some because um, we're quite live and we've got a massive audience <clears throat> around here. And yeah. I just got a message. <laughs> it goes, um, one of the questions is like, how are Pacific people viewed in Hollywood in the world? How are Pacific people viewed in Hollywood in the world? I feel like Hollywood is just discovering them. Yeah. I feel like, or discovering them, discovering us. Yeah. I feel like, you know, Moana and The Rock and yeah. all those guys opened the door, Jason Momoa opened the door mm-hmm. for all of us. But I feel like, to be honest, Hollywood still sees the hula dresses and the nice dancing tattoos and they haven't seen the real stories yet. Yeah. You know, they haven't seen the stories that we see here in New Zealand, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like they're a couple of years behind and I can't wait until they, you know, now they're slowly enjoying the the nice island, the dance, the the music and I find happy smiles, but I can't wait for them to come see the real stories about our people and what we go through. It's just exactly the same as them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I can't wait for Hollywood to um, cast leading role characters for big movies as a Pacific Islander because they go, oh, he's exactly the same as us, not because of diversity, you know? I can't wait for that. Um, So I feel like they're a couple of years behind, but it's mean being at the beginning of this voyage to show the world who we are and show the world that uh, who my ancestors were. Um, And I can't wait for the next generation and hopefully the generation after that to see that. So I, I feel like, to answer the question, they're just at the beginning right now. 
they they wait till they touch the real stuff and get shocked. Yeah, you know? so yeah, and it's an exciting time, eh? Because we um the Asfika mm. musical just came out. Yeah, and just seeing mm. that at the Civic. Yeah, yep. and just thinking, man, this can be shown to the world. Yeah, but then you're right. There's these other stories that untold stories. Mm. That, I look forward to that. Imagine, you know, how we got Black Panther and that blew up. Mm. That became the number one. Imagine something that was our story. Yeah, our, we have those. Uh, we have that in our in our in our history. Yeah, yeah. We have those stories. That's what I'm talking about. It's like we have those legendary tales that each each island has their own tale about how the world was created or the gods before them or how the wars or the conflicts between islands and how Tonga was the king of Samoans, you know? So we have all those great stories and I can't wait for them to, to jump into that old stuff, but then also the new stuff, who we are now as Polynesians, mm. the world that we grew up in, the generation after the dawn raid, Yo. you know, our generation. I can't wait for, I feel like New Zealand's still trying to discover that properly now, <laughs> yeah, true. you know? So once we figure that out and then we learn how to show it to the world, you know, we're gonna mm. we're gonna be a superpower over That's there. That's me. Yeah, because mm. yeah, we are. We like you're saying. Um, you're like we are. We're natural storytellers, eh? Mm. Natural entertainers. Yeah, you look at The Rock. You look at Dwayne Johnson. Natural storytellers. Natural on the, when he used to cut those promos in WWE. Oh, right, his just the man. Like, and you can yeah, tell yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the Samoan side there, man. Yeah, the mocks. Just mocks. Just brilliant, man. Just, yeah. Um, but um, like further on in your career, uh, Bula, is there anything like in terms of kind of you're looking at, oh man, I would love to be a, I'd love to direct a, yeah. a, a feature film or. Yeah. Yeah, is yeah I will. I will direct. And I say I will because I have to manifest it for myself. Yeah. It's not something that I want to. It's like I will. Um, I'm going to have a production company with my best mates, cool. you know, and we're going to tell not just Pacific Island stories. I'm gonna tell everyone's stories. Yeah. You know, we're gonna run it for our company and it's gonna be called Run It Straight Productions. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's gonna man. Be, be me, my best mates, Neil, Dom, Samson, and. Um, Peter and Charles. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're just gonna tell a bunch of stories and, and direct them and make whatever we want. Because there was a Kevin Hart documentary that I saw on Netflix and he just hired his mates, his mm. best mates. And I was like, I wanna do that. Or with my best mates, yeah, you know, because yeah. we got stories. And I was catching up with some of the boys that one of my um, TC guys' funerals, but I was catching up with afterwards with all the boys. And I was just watching this, sitting there with my mate Samson Rambo, going, yeah. Bro, everyone's a character here. Right? Everyone's got a story where we could just like, you guys just take a scene from that and just make a cool short film out of that. And, you know, that's what I'm saying that like, we don't realize the power in our lives that we've. You know, because not many people go through what we go through, you know. Everyone, that's, that applies to everyone, you know. No one goes through the same thing as anyone else in the world. So, um, yeah, I can't wait to tell those stories. And it's just, what we need to do is just do it. You know, stop talking about it and do it. And I'm saying that to myself. That's cool. <laughs> and yeah. I won't be surprised, Luz, because this whole, um, this whole thing around um, being uncomfortable, mm. Um, and growth, you know, growth happens outside of the mm. comfort zone, and mm. I won't be surprised because you'll be uncomfortable yeah, acting. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah. want to produce it, there. so yeah, man, I can't right. wait. Mm. That's exciting. That is, that's exciting, man. 
It's kind of like you, like Adam Sandler with his mates. So he always gets yeah. his mates on his, oh, on his yeah. films of Happy Gilmore and all his production. Man, I can see the same thing happening. Um, man, and, and you're right. Like it will, it will happen. You speak it into existence. It's going to happen. And so we look forward to that, man. Mm, yeah. Oh man, so just uh, oh, just get excited, oh. bro. Any, any roles for him? <laughs> Rock, the Rock, and Jason Momoa. See, Make sure that turns into a snippet. The Rock. I can't wait, man. Next minute, next minute. Uh, how can we uh, washing dishes? How can we washing dishes? I feel like how can we how can we sweep the floor? <laughs> I'm gonna say a word. Yeah. And you tell me what it means to you. Mm. Oh, it's not a word. It's too. Well, explain or just tell you. Yeah, what? A, oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna say South Auckland. That's my home. I'm in the brave. That um, I am the person I am in the world today because of South Auckland. Because of I used to think, um, and my teacher David Raleigh told me this. I used to go out and was like, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna crack it. I'm gonna get an Oscar, even though I'm from South Auckland. And then he told me, he goes, can you say? Because you're from South Auckland, you're going to do that? I was like, bro, that's massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's powerful because then I took ownership mm. of of that. So, yeah. yeah, I am the person I am today and will be because I'm from South Auckland. Um, yeah. You know, and I hope everyone else yeah. sees that, you yeah, know, and know. uses that. It's because you are from the place that you come from, because you are with those struggles, because you didn't have this and that, you're going to become great because of that, you know. It will teach you everything. There's a character building stuff. What a meat. Mm. What an awesome Crazy, teacher, yeah. man. Yeah, David props, Riley, man. Props to David Riley. That's cool. Jamin would have loved that. Mm. Um, Tangaro College. Uh, it's the stomping grounds. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, I came from Howard Intermediate, man, for that crack. I was going to go to Howard College. <laughs> And my mom goes, there's no bus that goes to Howard College. <laughs> um, but if it wasn't for that school, I wouldn't be acting. You know, mm. I wouldn't have met David Riley. I wouldn't have met my friends. I wouldn't have gone through the things that I've gone through and seen the different worlds that I've seen in that one little, you know, five years at that school. And um, it's another thing. Every time I come back out south, I always try and go visit. I always yeah. try and visit a staff member and go talk to students because... Um, that's me. When I see those students, I'm like, that's me. That, that, that was me. I own, I own the school for those five years, you know, and people after that. It's like, I, you know, I never understood how, remember how those rich, like Auckland grandma in that school take pride in their hand and they got the little cat, cat, cat things. And I was like, why didn't we ever have that? And we're slowly mm-hmm. getting that now because I feel like, we need to own that. We need to own those five years that you were there or however many years and, and take pride in that. And the next generation will take that, you know? And I hope we become, take pride in that jersey that you put on. Yeah, me. You know, that school. Me, yeah. me. Did you see when the national leader, um, Luxon? Ah, oh, silly. You say it was from Botany? <laughs> Yo, how did that make you feel? How did that make you feel? You know what? I wasn't even angry. I was like, oh. I was like, Sole. If we're from Botany, give us some of that Botany money then, you oh, know? For sure, I, was like, man. I was like, sweet, how do I make this positive? <laughs> okay, Mr. Luxon, thank you. Yes, we are from Botany. Can we can can Tangaro College receive some of that Botany Downs mm. funding yeah. that you guys get? And um 
that systematic like uh, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. help that they receive is like we would love to receive that since we're from um botany um but uh all good i just you know i, I saw a lot of people i was initially angry mm. but i was like how can i flip this wow. so That's i don't don't I, don't I don't need to feel the anger and help my people so yeah. I, hope, I hope I get to meet that fella and be like, hey, fella, I saw where from. Can we just receive a couple more mil just to build this new yeah, thing, you yeah. know? Yeah, we just want working toilets, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Come on, botany, man. Oh, that, that's cool that how you view that because, yeah. man, I was Ika and I yeah, didn't even yeah. go for, to the school, but I was from the area. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Also, man. Oh, it's just been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure, Bula. Just you sharing and um, and just sharing your heart. I love that, like you were saying, you've you've gone through some a lot of struggles and a lot of hardship, and you still maintain to be positive. I love that mm. you say, "Hey," because it's hard. I can imagine you're saying it's hard to be positive when you see everything's quite negative. Mm. But for you to kind of flip the script and say, "No, just be positive, be positive," uh, and to follow through with um, your positivity, because it's it's really hard. Also, especially in the industry that you're in, mm. you know, and you, it could change someone. But you, you still stay grounded. You still stay yeah. who you are. Your identity in, in terms of your Pacifica and South Auckland and, and being Samoan. Also, is there, like, for those aspiring actors out there or actresses out there who want to do what you're doing, what's, what's one key, what's, what, what's, what's key, what's one key learning that you could kind of give to these aspiring actors? Yeah, I always tell them the same thing, um, is know who you are first. And I guess what you described beforehand is, you know, I, that's a, I'm lucky I received that lesson early. Mm. I knew who I was and um, used that as the gift, used that as the foundation um, instead of playing all the different types of characters. Um, your character should come from bits of you in your life and you can either pick it and blow it up and add research to it, but at least it comes from a real spot, you know? Mm and um, everything that you've gone through in your life will help you become the actor that you need to be in. Um, no techniques, oh no, like techniques, I guess, but there's no, nothing in a book that's gonna teach you how to, nothing teaches you life. When people go, what school acting did you go to? I was like, life, life taught me how to act. They're like, what do you mean? I was like, you can sit down and have a long conversation or, yeah, you know, but life, life taught me how to act. Life of White Sunday. Sato, man. <laughs> mate. The third bad Sakangi, mate. That's all I got. Sometimes Sakayo. Oh, my love. Sakayo, How much is your, your family a drive for you in terms of what you do and some of the aspirations you have? Um, yeah. Like any island family, man. They're massive. Yeah. But if I'm honest, like I, and I learned that lesson early as well and I talk about it before, like I have to be selfish because sometimes I try and throw my whole family on top of my shoulders and that doesn't help anyone. Um, there's a quote there and I'm gonna misquote it. Um, someone said that like, sometimes the doorway to success is only room for one of you, you know? And I feel like sometimes, especially as Polynesians, we're trying to throw everyone on our shoulders and walk through that door and we're just coming up to the door and just jarring up against it. And all you need to do is be selfish sometimes. Throw them off, walk through the door, and let them in one by one, once, you, once you've cracked it. Yeah. So um, that was a, a massive lesson for me because I was always trying to push and do it for my family when I wasn't doing it for myself. 
So you have to first do it for yourself because then that will you that will be the your reason is the family. But if you don't have the drive as an individual, the motivation as an individual, mm. you might as well throw it out the window because uh, your family they're not going to help you all the time. You know, yeah. they're going to not believe in what you're doing. They're going to be, <laughs> you know, and, and that's all good because that's, that's how they see what we're doing. But if it wasn't for me, um, just believing in myself and walking through that door and going, here, mom, I told you, you know, this thing will, it just, just took time. You know, let's walk through this door together. And then my brothers, my siblings, my wife, my kids, you know, because... And that's how they're their driving force for me. Yeah, you know, like they're the reason, but I need myself to motivate myself first. That's yeah. Cool. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, man, man, just some some goldie, just some some like, oh bro, shucks. Um, Bulo, it, it is it's kind of like you're you're being selfish, but not selfish. Eh? Yeah, it's, I mean. yeah, yeah. It's selfless, yeah. selfless, selfless to be selfless. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't saying. know. It's just it's just something that I learned for myself. Yeah, that's cool. You know that. Yeah, as you were saying, then I think I might have said it to someone else. It's like like a spearhead of an arrow. Yeah, like in order for the rest of the arrow to follow through, you gotta yeah, be the person you to gotta be right at the top. break through, and and then everyone else will follow yeah. through. So that's cool. Your spearhead for um, yeah. not only yourself but your family and and those that come after you so man mm. that's cool um what is sorry was no, like interview questions no here you go bro because <laughs> uh, I just want to like man pick your brain but like darkest moment and proudest moment also. darkest moment was definitely my dad yeah. and when he left me and not that moment but the moments afterwards yeah where where I went into some very dark spaces where you know I wasn't thinking straight and not thinking too good and there, I was in a dark, dark place where I felt like I was alone and I had no one to turn to, you know. And God saved me. Mm-hmm. My wife's voice in my head saved me mm-hmm. from making certain decisions. And what was the next one? Proudest moment. Proudest moment was getting out of those moments, mm-hmm. you know. Was picking myself up and getting out of that and then carrying on my life from those moments and using those as lessons. Mm-hmm and turning that into a positive. Um, and from those moments came my children, mm-hmm. you know? You know, sure, having your kids is a proud moment, but I became a greater man for my sons because of those, getting through those dark, dark times. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I can be the man I am today for my sons and, for my, for, and be the husband I want to be for my wife and see her in a different light because she saved me, you know? so. Um, I see her in a different light where if if that didn't happen, maybe maybe I wouldn't have seen her like that, you know? So um, moments after that, yeah. Moments right after the darkness is, is where I'm proud because mm. we got out of it, yeah. Oh, man, that's, that's, that's deep. Mm. It is because a lot of people think of the... Um, was it the, the the proudest moment? It's like, oh yeah, I've, I've achieved this, I've accomplished this. But you say, hey, just getting out of that that darkness. Mm. And you said early on, you know, that this is it's, this life. You, yeah. know, you get through one struggle, one hardship, and there's there's always going to be another one mm. uh, across uh, you know around the corner. But it's just life. You just get up, you, all the busyness, all the craziness in the world, and and in your own life, in our own lives. But we get up, yeah, we go to sleep, and then we get back up again. We have to do it all over again. Um, and so, just your resilience and your 
your ability to to bounce back also as this this speaks volumes because a lot of our men need to hear that including mm. myself and Charles yeah, yeah we need right to hear on. that because we are going to go through some, some real dark mm. times but it's just a matter of picking ourselves up and just saying hey and looking at it at a different view like you're saying mm. okay and who are the people that that I need help from or support from but also being those individuals to say hey oh man Pilo's going through something oh Charles is going through something I need to mm. touch base and instead of them trying to if they can't reach out hey but yeah Brian, you just you've just um you just just enlightened us all. Really heavy. And I love something that Biola um highlighted and it's not um commonly discussed about is the how our queens mm. uplift us. Mm. Um because we there's so much there's a lot of narrative where oh it's because of her I'm like this. Mm, but mm. man, you you went through some of your darkest moments and it was She's always there, She's man. Still, man. Always there. And we need those strong uh, yeah, yeah. women in our lives because they're like, they you know we have kryptonite, but then we also have um, someone yeah. that's like a superpower for us. She's super power. So man. shout out to all our queens. Yeah. yeah. You want to say to something to Caroline while you're? <laughs> yeah, saying, man. I'm just I'm just going for some struggles, but <laughs> <laughs> but she what? <laughs> uh, also, you're sitting in front of your 15 uh, year old stuff, the young 15 mm. year old. Biola at um, Tangoro College. Mm. What do you want to say to him? Uh, experience it all. Soak it all up. Um, you're going to be okay. You're going to be safe. And uh, just keep building that character and get ready for the long ride ahead. Um, because I honestly wouldn't change anything mm. because that's all worth it. I'd just be like, just get ready for the ride. It's going to be fun, you know. It's going to be dangerous. It's going to be hard. It's going to be what life should be, you know, for every single human in this world. So, um, and something I, will, I always try and remind myself is remember the kid inside of you. Don't, mm. don't become an adult, you know. Adults are just older kids <laughs> who know more things, you know. So always be that kid because that's, that's the playfulness. That's the joy. That's where, that's where before any of the troubles, love was there, you know? Mm-hmm. It was just nothing was hard. You know, we didn't know we were, we were struggling to make bills, you know? We were just turning up, doing our homework, go play touch with your friends in the street and life was good, you know? So hold on to that. Remember that kid as you get older, so. Yeah, just mm. carefree, eh? Just carefree, no, no worries in, in sight. But you know, what's, you know what's really funny, um, pure and interesting? I find it quite funny because you didn't go to any acting school, all that kind of stuff. And yet, like you were saying, well, my acting school is life. And I can imagine people like, man, this guy, getting all these roles and I've gone to acting school and so forth, but mm. you're right. And which shows that, it just shows the, the, the ability that you, you the, the talent that you have mm. and the, the quality of your, of your talent. Because like you're saying, I can pick things from my life, mm. different bits here and there, and I can just bring it, kind of manifest it and bring it out in the character, yeah. whatever character you're in. Which is, which is, you're, you're, you're kind of like, you're taking, you're, like that's what I'm saying, you're, you're, you're changing the game because people are like, oh, I don't have to go to acting yeah, yeah. school. And then this guy's. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying acting school is bad. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. sure it would have helped me. And I'm sure it, it wouldn't have, you know? I, I, I don't know, but God put me on this path. So um, I'm on this path. Um, a lot of my friends who are successful went to acting school and they're great. Cool, but. We just we just learned the we just learned the game in different ways, 
you know we just experienced it in different ways and I enjoy acting is about working with another person looking them in the eyes and and playing a game of um, hey what are you doing what am I doing what am, and when you meet different people who have different skill sets you got to play what's in front of you and it's always interesting running into different energies and, and trying to figure out what they're coming with and um, yeah if anything just determination um, consistency is the lesson there you know whether in your acting school or not an acting school you just consistently turn up be professional consistently put in the hard yards and be determined to always strive to be the best you know yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, man man that's cool Um, because I'm man I'm mindful for time but like what are some, you know, what do you want to say to whoever's listening? Any encouragement or? Like I said before, man, like, you know, I'm never trying to put anything. Like, I'm sure that you, you guys took something from what we've already talked about. And whatever you take from it, whatever you don't take from it is right. You know, same thing as when I when I make art or as I'm never trying to preach to you guys. I'm just putting something in front of you and whatever you have in your head is 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 what is right. Mm. You know, there's no right or wrong. If anything, um, just be you. You yeah, know, that's that. important. People forget. I feel like, I feel like in this world, uh, there's a lot of confusion um, and it's because we don't know who we are. Yeah. You know, we don't know where we're from. You know, and that's something that I struggle with. Something that I've been asking myself the last couple of weeks, actually, you know, going back to Samoa, because I have mm. only been back twice, and I'm very drop nuts of going back to Samoa because I'm scared of what I'm going to come up against, my dad's family, and yeah. and 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 not knowing who I am as a Samoan man. Like I know who I am as a Samoan man in New Zealand, but I was like, I want to go back to the the guys that really don't care, mm. you know, and that is that will tell you it's like this is how it is out here, and. Um, I feel like if I know that and who I am and are connected to that, my sons will become better people. I will become a better person. You know, um, same thing with their Māori side. You know, I, I hope that they learn all of that and hopefully we can grow from that in life. Yeah. You know, and have a solid foundation of who we are because if not, we're just kind of making it up and our foundation's kind of mm. like put on something we've made up, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's bro. cool sorry the stuff that came yeah. to mind because this man having this talano of you there's this strong um, foundation of knowing who you are mm. and so my question is like if acting finish next week mm. who is Biola um, I pray for this almost every morning and I I tell a lot of people if if I die and I'm known as the actor, I failed at life. Um, on my gravestone will be, and I pray every morning. I was like, um, "Thank you, Lord, for you know another day. I hope that you make me a better man for you, a better husband, a better father, a better son, brother, friend, and then the most sought after act in the world. And the acting's right down at the bottom." Wow. And all of that is kind of like put down into one sentence. I just hope you, I become a better version of me today, one step at a time. Um, 
so yeah, Beulah is a man of God. He's he's a great husband, he's a great father, and he's a great son. Before any of that stuff, um, I believe in that hundred percent, and I try to. I'm not always right at it, but it's something that I strive for. You know, that's I try to make that the first thought I put in my head when I wake up, and, and just to set my day off and be like, this is who I am. This is how I'm defined. This is how I define myself. You know, and I just keep that to myself. It's my uh, secret that I walk out with the world. You know, so yeah. And what what does that do for you? Like, it's, it's a mantra. Yeah, I guess to myself. It's it's a habit that I forced upon myself just to keeps me steady, keeps me focused. And I know when I skip a couple of days of doing that, I, I've kind of off kilter. I come back to that when I feel a little bit off. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, I haven't been waking up saying my thing mm. to myself. And yeah, it's something I say to myself. And I have a couple of mantras that I, I say with my kids, same thing. When I dropped them off to school, Isaac and Xavier, they're twins. I make them... Say my name is Isaac, my name is Xavier. I'm loving and caring and I always try my best. And then I kiss them, then they go into school. It's something that I just say with them mm-hmm. just to help instill that in them, mm-hmm. you know, and then that's all I want. So you don't need to kill it, you just need to try your best. Um, but yes, to answer your question, that's who Beulah is. And I, I try and start off most of my mornings like that with who I am. Mm. I love yeah. that. I, I say that because a lot of us, uh, we, so, we sort of chase something, we chase this dream, but that defines who we are. And then mm. when it's taken away from us, yeah, yeah. Right, we feel like you're lost. Eh? And so mm. hearing you say that and mm. just listening to your character, you can tell that um, there's something that's keeping you steadfast. And, and if that was taken away from you, people would still be here. Yeah. It's not... Mm. Who you are is what you do mm. and, and who you are is what God's created you mm. and he's given you this gift mm. um, to use it to show to the world and it's beautiful. Mm. And I hopefully uh, some it of the, uh, yeah, hopefully I've. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's clear, man. Mm. man. Yeah, I'm just encouraged, sorry. No, 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 no I love it. I love what you're saying, Charles, because it's just, I, don't, I don't know about you, Charles, it's just like when you were saying that, um, Beulah, just felt like I was in part of a movie or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Just like that, that, those, those kind of inspiring lines, like mm-hmm. in a movie. And none of this is scripted. This yeah. is coming from you, like yeah. yeah These yeah. are just rules I have for myself, <laughs> and I love it. It's yeah, like people are gonna like. I'm encouraged. I'm, every time I drop off my kids now, fuck. <laughs> yeah, Shucks. yeah. I'm gonna make sure <laughs> that I like you know, give them some of these lessons, but lessons that are not pressuring them. Because yeah. I used to have a mentor like, um. Oh, <laughs> um, if you're not the best, I'll stuff yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it puts so much pressure yeah, on them. Yeah. Like, if they miss the mark, then. Yeah. And so, hearing you saying what you say, okay, oh, yeah, let's, let's redefine some mm. of these things that we say and that we do. Yeah, sorry. Bro, man. <laughs> nah, nah, it is, it is, um, Beulah. Nah, we're just, we're just proud. We, we are, we are very super proud of you. Mm. And the work that you do, and and so, bro, thank you for your time. I know we're conscious of time, but just just your nuggets, and for being open and honest. I know mm. it's like cause you don't know from a bar of soap, like who are these guys. But um, I think the connection's there. I think it's, we're, we're, we're brothers. We're from the yeah, we're from world. the same. Yeah, if we understand, man. Like yeah. I can look at you anywhere in the world. I can walk past you. And and I'll feel safe. I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. What's up, boys? All good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you come down to my hood, you'd be like, yeah. yeah. It's 
something about that connection with people who know, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. And then you, uh, a lot of the times I don't run into that energy, you know, mm. because I'm in an d- industry where it's not really there, and I get uncomfortable a lot. Yeah. I just have to tell myself, to be like, just cool. figure it out, figure it out, yeah. But yeah. so, and I have, to no, no, you go. I have this I enjoy question, it, bro. Like, um, because. We're really prayerful and and strategic on like who we ask to come mm. in here because we know um, the audience that we're trying to reach and mm. and 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 what we want for our men and our mm. community because we believe stronger men means stronger stronger families and strong communities. Mm. But saying all that, like, what made you say yes to mandate? I made me say because yes. for for us, you're yeah. like this. Oh, nah. And then when you said yes, we're oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I originally saw Trey Skrilla's one. Yeah. And I saw was it about haters or something? Yeah. Um, but I'm a big fan of him because of his story. Yeah. Because of where he come from and um like this the self-belief. I I, I love people who have the energy of just go get a once they believe in themselves and they see a dream, they're just gonna chase it. I enjoy it and I gravitate towards that. And I saw Joseph. So poetic, the boys, and these are all people who are me, you know. That's me. That's me up there. And um, like when my I took my sons to the Dawn Raid play and the Pacifica, and I want them to see them, you know, on stage. I want that to be normal for them. Um, I guess I said yes because I knew straight away. I was like, wow, you're talking to us. You're probably me, you know. And, and I was right. We grew up in the same area We grew up in the same hood And we have a different language That no one else will understand <laughs> yeah. You know There's a look in the eye That There's a twinkle there That no one gets Only us Because we've been through it Yeah And I'm biased Towards Southside yeah. All people need to say Is Southside And I'm like That's my kryptonite <laughs> That's pretty much my And then when I find you guys Are from Southside I was like Sweet yeah. I, I'll do anything for my people oh. Oh, And man. I I'm, I'm 100% serious on that I'll do anything for my people because my people was me and I'll do anything to help another Beulah out there. So, you know, whether he's male um, or female, anything. I just, um, I want us to be great, South Auckland. You know? oh, yeah. Thank you. So thank you. So, and we're, glad. You, man. we're glad. We're glad you, you came and said yes, man. Oh, man, we, we appreciate your time. Also, we, we are very grateful, um, Beulah, for, for what you've you shared and, your, and the Talanoa. But every guest that comes on also, we always give them a bit of a sketch, a bit of a caricature, a bit of a yeah. gift. And yeah, we got one for use. Oh, bro, that's mean. <laughs> oh, man. Bro, no, that's mean. We nah, we're so proud of oh. you, bro. We're so proud of you and, and the work you do, man. And so... Hey man, that's a um, small, t- small token from the from the mandate team to say thank you and um, keep up the amazing work you do. Yeah. Also, of the level from you know for your time, Musa. So um, any any um any last words, um, Charles? Nah, um, I've probably been yeah saying it throughout the podcast, but just want to thank you also mm. honestly from the bottom mm. of our hearts, um, just for your humility. Um, what you did today in terms of bringing a gift from Dawson and. If you know, you know, yeah, this no. is gold. Like, <laughs> people don't understand. Yeah. Like, for that, that's a, sh- uh, a show of respect. That's right. That's, that's the a one. show of alofa and, and someone that um, 
where you know the places that Biola's got to this shows how humble is, he is and so, yeah. how connected he is to his roots mm. um, and so um, yeah just want to honour you thank you we continue to pray for you also um, we pray you. that God um, continues to open um, more avenues more doors more platforms continues to make you feel uncomfortable because mm. it feels like that's where the risk taking is and keeps you on edge mm. and I can't wait till you get into producing build up your own theatre company company and start um, directing because um, mm. yeah we just I know that one day there's going to be young people that are going to be standing on your shoulders and, mm. and remembering hey remember what Biola did mm. and not to put that pressure on you but I know nah. that's something that I put that pressure on myself <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, so yeah thank you so much thank you for being on here with us and connecting and so much I look forward to you and your inga and pray blessing over you also thank you Ah, thank you, brothers. Yeah, thank you, Pula. Any, any last words? Oh, is there, is there a guest you can think of, Pula, that, that we uh, idea to come on the podcast? Um, there's a couple, man. David Riley, yeah. I think yeah. he's amazing. He's a, well, he's the guy that got me into drama or acting, and he didn't even know what drama was. But he's this white guy from that grew up in South Auckland. That if you talk to him over the phone. So you think you're talking to a Samoan. Um and he's 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 my he's one of my heroes, he's one of my pillars in my life. Another one would be uh Robbie, Robbie Mangasiva. He's my big bro. Um yeah, um Ruben Wiki, you know. There's a, a couple of those guys. Um but yeah, cool. Those guys would be they're very strong pillars in my life. And I feel like what I say here comes from them as well. You know, I learned that and I lean on them, learned those lessons off of them and I thank them for that and the other boys in my close circle. Um, and, and the woman, my wife, my mum and my agent. Yeah. They, Those guys are the gangsters. Those guys are the OGs, the mafia right there. So, um, yeah, yeah. Oh man, thank you, Beulah. Any, any, any last words of um, encouragement on Beulah before we, we conclude? Nah, man. Shout out to the world, baby. Um, I'm not like a big social media pusher guy, but I'm big on this stuff. I'm big on human interaction coming here. So um, sure, follow me on social media, but all you're going to see is my kids. You know, mm. all you're going to see is the love and support yeah. I have. And I just hope people understand their uniqueness and understand the power they have inside of them and it sounds cliche but it's for real and I hope Southside um, the world doesn't know that there's a there's a honeypot of talent out here and all we need to do is believe in ourselves that's it and just keep being consistent and determined and we'll win uh, thank you guys for your time man I really appreciate this man I enjoy talking about this stuff I feel like it's important for men to talk, not just men, I feel like it's important for humans to talk to each other and say, I love you all the time. Go out there and say, I love you. Force people to say, I love you, that you really love and need to know that. And if you get that spider sense about a certain brother or sis, give them a call. I feel that's always important as well. I just randomly call people, check up on them. And um, yeah, it doesn't need to be heavy. You be the light, baby, and just tell them, I'm right here. Follow me, you know, and um, yeah. Ah, all lover, man. Thank you so much Thank once you. again, Bueller. Thank you so much. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. We look forward to your well thought out comments. But man, we've been very blessed tonight, also. 
So with that also, as usual, refine, unlock, take charge. Band-Aid.